Dancing with a Black Elephant? Who's Dancing with a Black Elephant? What is Dancing with a Black Elephant? Who's Dancing with a Black Elephant? Dancing with the Black Elephant? From Yeshiva University, this is Andrew Boyarski, and you are listening to Dancing with the Black Elephant. Blockchain is the underlying technology of Bitcoin. However, blockchain technology provides opportunities for many other applications. We spoke with Douglas Graham, CEO of Ideation Incorporated, a company that is building an enterprise resource planning platform for managing and funding early stage innovation. He is an author of the book Ideation, The Birth and Death of Ideas, published by Wiley. He has developed a cryptocurrency for use by central banks and a framework that facilitates development of blockchain applications. We spoke about the basic mechanics of blockchain technology, its applications, and the risks and opportunities it poses. I'd like to talk about some of the illicit uses of cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin. In the recent uh, headlines, we're now in 2017, sort of in the middle of the year at this point, and in the news there's the WannaCry uh, cyber attack using ransomware malware, and the perpetrators have been asking for payment using Bitcoin. How does a government, how does law enforcement crack down on illicit uses of technologies like blockchain when it comes to things like Bitcoin? With with Bitcoin itself, it's very difficult for them to crack down on that. You need to have a consensus of nations uh, making decision on that. And as we know, getting a consensus of nations on just about any topic is extremely difficult, let alone one that's complex and most don't understand, such as Bitcoin. Um, because there is no central authority. There's no one they can go to to stop Bitcoin. Um, so it's out there in the world and, and can't really be taken back. And yes, there are potential uses that would be frowned upon by authorities, such as the very one you mentioned. In fact, particularly the one you mentioned, because that's probably the um, the one area where it really does enable the crime of extortion in, in a way that um, perhaps was not possible before. Um, so what can you do about it? Well, um, if, if you're using a national cryptocurrency, you actually do have control over it. Um, you know, typically, most nations would start off wanting to keep many of the qualities of cash in their cryptocurrency, such as anonymity. Um, because they realized if they took all these away at once, then there'd be enormous resistance to the new currency and it would probably fail. Um, but um, if they allowed the anonymity bit to be there, but kept track of who was opening each account in, in a carefully protected database, and then only with a warrant, and again, we have to be careful because we know the whole process is open to abuse and we've seen it abused even, even here. Um, but with a warrant, they're able to have access and then they can, they can see where these funds are going to and, and it is preventable. It is one downside, but the, the fact that it could be used in a criminal way. Um, but some would argue that the downside is minor to the enormous potential societal good that could come out of cryptocurrency. So if we look at this from a regulatory uh, viewpoint, uh, central bank, treasury, in a standard country, 
how would they actually go about uh, controlling and managing economic direction if there's no control over a common currency? I, they would have control over their currency. If you're talking about it being used as a national currency, they would actually have more control than they would over cash. With cash, they simply print it, and then a few years later, um, it comes back and they destroy it. And in between, they have no idea what happens to it. And in many countries, this is a very significant part of the economy. In the, the more corrupt nations, it can be as much as 80% of the economy is cash-based. You have to keep that in mind that these states could bring back that centralization and with it the visibility into all the transactions and that would give them additional levers on the economy instead of the two traditional levers of interest rates and vague hints about what interest rates might be in the future. They suddenly have more potential levers. They can adjust the velocity of, of the funds. They can certainly have very fine control over the total money supply. If they want, they can follow the Bitcoin example of going to an asymptote of a fixed amount that's out there, which potentially has significant anti-inflationary qualities. They, they could add additional properties to the currency. It could even be interest-bearing if they wanted to experiment with that. There's a lot of opportunities as to what they could try and what they could, what they could do. Are there places in the world right now where blockchain technology is being used on a national level or on a wide scale, beyond Bitcoin? Yes, there's certainly a few where experiments are in process. Um, in Canada, they got very close with something called, um, I think it was the Mint Chip. But that wasn't traditional blockchain technology. Similarly, in Ecuador, that was a proprietary system. And neither of those did particularly well, perhaps because it was proprietary. So I guess to answer your question where blockchain specifically is being used, there aren't many. Ukraine is certainly looking at it very seriously and have got a, the beginning of a national policy on blockchain led by some very innovative individuals in government. I think Estonia is starting to go down that path a little bit, and there's certainly several countries in Africa that have expressed an interest in that kind of system. And, and when I say that kind of system, I mean a cryptocurrency-based local coin of the realm, but they would they but adapted so that we take out one of the important features of cryptocurrency clearly as we mentioned is the decentralization however there's many other benefits the the complete record of the entire um, transaction history the perfect accounting system um, the ability to reduce many of the overheads of doing business a, a burden on business um, so all of these things potentially can be removed and many things can be enabled, such as big data analytics in real time, If, but, but, but it wouldn't be broadly adopted by nation states unless you take out that one feature, the decentralization. So if you're prepared to re-centralize it to a nation state, then yes, you have a lot of potential, a lot of opportunities. We spoke with Douglas Grant, CEO of Ideation Incorporated, about blockchain technology. In addition to his work in innovation and cutting-edge technologies, Douglas also is an advisory council member at the Katz School of Yeshiva University. Find out more about our programs, including our MS in Enterprise Risk Management, at our website, www.yu.edu forward slash K-A-T-Z or Katz. 
We would like to hear your feedback on our podcasts, so please send us any questions or comments to us at catspodcast, K-A-T-Z-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, at yu.edu. Thanks for listening.